From the New York Times today, why a second Trump presidency may be more radical than his first. Well, he has long exhibited authoritarian impulses, blah, 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 you get it. Now, over the weekend, Trump responded in a speech in Iowa, cleverly turning the tables on Biden. Over the past few years, you've watched Biden and his band of Marxist, communist, fascists try to crush free speech, censor their critics, criminalize dissent, destroy attorney-client privilege, and even attempt to imprison their leading electoral rival by far on bogus charges. That happens to be me, in case you forget. But somehow I'm not worried. I'm not worried. That's why we're doing this, because we have to straighten out our country. Of course, the New York Times poo-pooed President Trump's attacks, saying Mr. Trump's accusations against Mr. Biden, which he referenced repeatedly throughout his speech, veered toward the conspiratorial. He claimed the president and his allies were seeking to control American speech, their behavior on social media, and their purchases of cars and dishwashers. I was reading that going, how is any of that untrue? It's totally true. I can't complain, but sometimes I'll still do. Life's been good for me so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are definitely afraid of Trump. There's no doubt oh, about it. Oh, for sure. It. Oh, they're doing, doing everything they can. Everything. Throwing everything they got at him. I mean... If you can be accused of anything, yeah, he will. They will find a way to accuse this guy, mm-hmm. and it's that's the sad part. I mean, I hate to see the guy destroyed, I really do, and I wish there were certain things he didn't do in response to some of this stuff, like calling out certain people in the judicial system. Right. I, I, some of that stuff just doesn't help any. Right. You know, and the gag orders now back and forth. I don't know. I just, it's, it's a mess. It's so difficult. To no do doubt about that. <laughs> so, But uh, anyways, we're here. And guess what today is, Janet? It's Wednesday. It is. What day is it, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Janet, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day! Get happy. Why? Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel now like we're clapping along. I am. I am happy. I mean, generally, I'm happy. I just when I have to deal with some of the politics stuff, I can get jacked up. I mean, I was getting jacked up with my yard guy the other day. Hmm. And you know, we started talking some politics. And I oh boy. I said, well, you know, that's what I have to work on. And that's what I have to do for a living. Right. It's like <laughs> the only reason we keep up with it. Yeah. I mean, sure. I would keep up with it even if I didn't do this job, but not at the level, obviously, that we have to. Right. But I just have to. So I have to walk away, turn away from it. I'm, I'm, I'm really my Fox News consumption, believe it or not, is way, way down. Okay. I've listened to more sport, sports radio in the last week since this whole. See, I try to look at everything, stuff. not, not just Fox. I try to look at the other. Well, stuff I know, too, but I'm. But well, I mean, just yeah. News in general. Right, news in general. I've, I've backed off, but I used to like have Fox on in the background. Oh, and that okay. Kind yeah, of no, stuff. never, no, you know, so. I got sports radio going right now. The people, their minds are blowing up. Much like the people that have Trump deranged syndrome and our own, you know, Thane Rosenberg bomb, bomb. from CBS News says, I know people that have Trump deranged syndrome. Yeah. So it does exist. And this huh. is coming from a CBS correspondent. Anyway, there's people that have that same derangement now over this whole bowl game situation with the four 
finalists. Florida State should be in. They shouldn't be in. Georgia should be in. They shouldn't be in. They've well, been, that was a shift that I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting you to go there. Oh, I went. I've been listening to a lot of sports radio. And so in the, the, in the, the drama week. is the. Oh my the gosh! Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's worse than politics. Believe okay. it or not. Well, here's I the think good sports news. people are more nuts than than political. The good people. news is I don't care about that. So that's the good news. <laughs> <laughs> well. So, so it stresses you out. But it doesn't stress no, me no, out it's at not all. stressing me out. I'm being actually. Enter- What's in that? I'm being entertained. What is that? That's creme brulee. I haven't had it for a week and a half. Lord, Mark, please. Jeez. Not today. Come on. <laughs> oh, no. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It hump is. Day! Uh, oh, my God. Here we go. It's bad enough that I don't have my vehicle. And you know what? I had to drive Betty in this morning, which I'm thankful for Betty, but. She's a little loosey-goosey in the steering. Well, I was I'm waiting for my... I got a bagel, too. While I was waiting for it, I actually drank half of this and then was able to top it off before I left the, the I mean, sheets I'm morning. not crying, but I'm close. <laughs> I am a little weepy because I just don't know if I can handle you on creme brulee today, but we'll see. Here's I'm, your I'm thought of the best. day. Uh, thought of the day. Gratitude can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. There you go. Yeah. I believe that's true. Yeah. 434-248-0704 is our number, and we'd love for you to play along with our Mind Jam trivia. Here we go. You ever watch Pawn Stars? I used to, back Mm -hmm. when the daddy was alive. Okay. Well, today is National Pawn Brokers Day. According to Forbes magazine, what is the number one item that people pawn when they need money? Hmm. The number one item that they pawn when they need money. I have a guess. Okay. I don't know what the answer is. Okay. I will tell you that my guess was not correct. Well, I'm guessing if your marriage is on the rocks, that's <laughs> the first thing you're going to pawn. <laughs> is the is, is the, the ring? Is the ring? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Oh, we need to cue up a uh, Tammy Wynette and George Jones song. Oh yeah, what is that? You remember on a pawn, in a pawn shop in Chicago. On the southern part of town, a couple, oh. yeah. What's, yeah. What's the name of the song? I'll uh, look it up. Golden Ring. Golden Ring. With one tiny little stone. With Tanya. Uh, Tammy Tanny. and George. That shows you how much I know about country. <laughs> I was calling Tanya Tammy and right. Tammy Tanya. Or that could be the creme brulee talking. <laughs> We're not be. really sure. Okay, what was the name? One more time. I'm sorry. Uh, Golden Ring, Golden Tammy Wynette, and George Jones. Okay. It's a great... Um, we'll have to find that, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, a, there they are. The cute couple. It's a great... It's an old picture, obviously. It's a song about a pawn shop, actually. Oh, okay. So, there you go. All right. <laughs> All right. What? 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 <laughs> what? So, you said if their marriage is on the rock, um, they might pawn, and your wife texted in, their husband's crap. <laughs> Stop. Jeez. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. Okay, This this isn't... This isn't funny because I did lose a close friend to cancer over the weekend. Yes, I know. And he was on the exclusive list of three men that was going to help my wife sort through my stuff. Oh. That's how much I thought of this person. Well, he he could get first pick of whatever he wanted. Right. But he was also going to help her find value. Oh. Oh, and know what she had. Yeah, know what she had, you know, because that is a gold mine up there. She doesn't want (laughs) to. You know, recognize that. All this is going to be yours one day, babe. (laughs) But we lost Sean, and I actually told Wendy, his widow, just the other night, that Sean was part of that exclusive group. And when when it came time... 
how old for her, was he? For, to sort his stuff that I, you know, I would help her do that. Yeah. Um, he was 53, I believe. Wow. Uh, no, 54. He was 54. Yikes. Yeah, really sad. His funeral is tomorrow. Mm. So. All right. Um, our so texting your guests four three four two four eight zero seven zero four for our pawn shop question because okay. it's National Pawn Brokers Day. Didn't know pawns were considered brokers, but anyway, uh, I think that's what they're called as pawn yeah. brokers because yeah. you're thinking they're brokering deals. Yeah, they so are brokering I guess deals. So. Yeah. On this day in history, nineteen sixty four, Rudolph lights up TV for the very first time. The stop motion animation special. Uh, premieres on NBC as part of General Electric's Fantasy Hour. Of course, it created by Rankin and Bass, filmed in Japan, and it has become a holiday classic for generations. I remember it after it was moved to CBS in 1972. I, too, yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. know it started on NBC, I actually. Yeah. Ah, I love this Christmassy time of year, especially when everything is running happy and smooth. Nothing like that year of the big snowstorm. I don't know what we would have done without Rudolph. Rudolph? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. Yes. Love it. Uh, In 1969, uh, good feeling gone, 300,000 people attended a free concert Mm -hmm. featuring the Rolling Stones in California, who thought that was a good idea? I know. To do a free-for-all mm-hmm. with a Stones concert. Uh, there's a lot of violence, and four people died during that concert. Yeah, sad. Looking back at the massive effort that was made to move the half-built concert from one site to another, the stage manager of the Rolling Stones would later say, We should have realized there wasn't enough time to do it correctly. That snowball had already gotten too big to control. And it snowballed yeah. into four deaths. Three hundred thousand people. I mean, that's yeah. that's, that's too many to wrangle. That's a that's a mini know? mini Woodstock right there. Mm-hmm, for mm. sure. I don't know how many people were at Woodstock, but three hundred thousand people is a lot of people. I think it was in one like place. a million, maybe. Somebody who attended, if you're still alive and sane, let <laughs> us know. Nineteen seventy three on this day, Gerald Ford was sworn in as the first unelected vice president. Of course, uh, took over for Agnew, who resigned over corruption allegations. I, Gerald R. Ford, do solemnly swear. I, Gerald R. Ford, do solemnly swear. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And that includes Richard Nixon, who I will pardon later on in this Right, Film. this whole hot mess. Uh, 500,000 is what they estimated uh, oh, for Woodstock. for Woodstock, okay, yeah. half so, a million. So there you go. Okay. That, a lot of people, yeah. for sure. Definitely. Birthdays. If it's your birthday, you share it with Joe Beth Williams, who turned 76 today. You used to see her a lot, especially in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah. Poltergeist uh, was a big oh, one yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't, oh, she had a story that they put her in a, in mud, and when she read the script with, with skeletons, uh, when they, you know, and that scene, it took them three days to film she it. She found out later. She thought those were all props. Those are no. real. Those were real skeletons. Nuh-uh. They told her like three or four years later or whatever. Oh, yeah, she no. said she wouldn't have done it. <laughs> she read it in script. Oh yeah, that'll be all right. But right. she didn't know. She thought take, they were like plastic. Right. And she didn't know it was going to take three days too to get the to get it right. Some crazy producer. That does not sound sanitary. No. I'm just no, saying. No. No. Just stand. Okay, now just be calm. 
Now reach back into our past when you used to have an open mind. Remember that? Uh-huh. Okay. Just try to use that for the next couple of minutes. Okay? Mm, okay. Mother didn't cook any dinner. We'll go to Pizza Hut, okay? was <laughs> <laughs> with Craig T. Nelson. I don't know. Was he in Poltergeist? I didn't see Poltergeist. I never got into those kind of movies. Yeah. Just like the commercial was enough. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm not watching that. Musician Peter Buck of R.E.M. is having a birthday today. He's turning 67 years old. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. Losing my religion. What does that even mean? I don't know, but... Put me in the corner in that safe space. That's, that's me in the corner. But it's also him in the spotlight. That's me peeing in the corner. If I live in San Francisco, oh on the street corner, that Wait, is. Where did why, where how did you get there? <laughs> how did that? How did that? Give me your cup. Give it. It's it's cold by now. I really don't want to drink it. Well, good. Let's go with that. Okay. Let's go with that feeling. Yeah. All right, actress Lindsay Price having a birthday today, turning forty-seven years old. Do you cook at all? I tr- I really do try. Like, look, I you know I I before I met him, I was like a champagne bottle in the fridge and like a takeout. Right, thing, right, you know? right. Because right. I was constantly on sets. Um, but then we met, and and also we had kids, and he had to show me how to open an avocado. Like I really <laughs> right. didn't know right. anything. And now I've had the best education. So yes, I do. Wow. Yeah. She had to be taught how to open, open an, an avocado. avocado. I didn't know you could actually open like a door. Well, but, um, but there is a there is a style to opening an avocado without yeah. messing it up ah. so maybe that's what she's talking about i love this next guy comedian yeah Stephen wright very dry super yeah. duper dry yeah but Turning you know our friend weigel yes. was so excited when he was at vegas for the uh, radio broadcasters association uh-huh. Stephen wright was at one of the places and he went and saw him okay. said he was hilarious live anyways we talked about the stones earlier he's going to make a reference to the rolling stones the Stones, I love the Stones. I can't believe they're still doing it after all these years. Watch them whenever I can. Fred and Barney. <laughs> I was feeling good. I had just received my bachelor's degree in calcium anthropology. A study of milkmen. <laughs> wow. Okay, he is super dry. Yeah. You got to pay attention to that one. Yeah. Uh, bassist Jacob Chestnut having a birthday today. He's uh, with Rush of Fools, 34. Singing a Christmas song. rock twist to it there i don't love it yeah it's okay yeah it's better than the song that i would have had to play with their hits that's three times driving more than that song oh okay so i figured well let's do a christmas song all Why right not? you know uh actress janine turner she's in strong medicine you probably remember her from northern exposure she's 61 i'm trying to make out this scene because they break the fourth wall but they keep going it's pretty funny one Two, three, four. He's getting ready to shoot. Five, They're walking away six, with the guns. Seven, eight, nine. Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! This is ridiculous. Flashman, you can't just take it upon yourself to step out of character. Nobody yelled cut. Joel's right. The duel is stupid. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, that was an interesting show. I think I watched it once. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Back to our, our trivia question of the day, though. Right. This is actually more interesting. It's National Pawn Brokers Day. Yes, it is. According to Ford's Magazine, what's the number one item people pawn when they need money? I said it was a ring. Yeah, you said jewelry. Mm -hmm. uh, other people have said they agree with you. They have said jewelry as okay. well. We've also had tools. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. Yes, money. And, and gold, gold, which I guess could be jewelry, yeah. but I mean, it could be a lot of different things that okay. way. But, but I guess precious metals. People will take their gold in and get it weighed and all that stuff. So, okay. All right, well, well we're going to we'll, tell you what it is when we come back. 623, keyboardist, oof. Buddha Eckberg. What a name. From Ace of Base, turning 53. If you've just discovered the Morning Jam recently, we have so much catching up to do. One way to do that is by going to our SoundCloud page. There is literally over 1,000 hours of content there. Get to know Mark and Janet a little better by typing in The Morning Jam on VTRN on the SoundCloud page. And listen live Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on this Virginia Talk Radio Network station. Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. In a pawn shop in Chicago on a sunny summer day, a couple gazes at the wedding rings their own display. She smiles and nods her head as he says, Honey, that's for you. It's not much, but it's the best that I can do. Yeah, they were rubbing two nickels together. I don't want to say that that is country music perfection, but it's pretty dang close yeah, well. right there. Mm. From a writing standpoint, vocally, just crazy. Mm -hmm. So good. Today is National Pawn yeah. Brokers Day. And according to Forbes magazine, what is the number one item that people pawn when they need money? Well, I'm, I'm thinking in, if I have a second choice, it's your gun. Oh, okay. That was guns, on the list. Guns, big money, those, big money. Those usually, were on the list or for sure. Money anyway, well, according to Forbes magazine, mm -hmm. uh, they did some stats uh, on this, and what they came up with: what Americans pawn when they need cash, and this is a percentage breakdown of pawn requests by category. Okay. Electronics were number one. Really. Interesting. Yes. I'm bring my stereo in. So it was electronics, antiques and collectibles, tools and equipment, designer wear and handbags, then jewelry. Okay. Luxury watches, instruments, then guns, depending on what state you're in. Right. Um, vehicles. Really? Precious metal or stones, and then uh, other category. I thought for sure jewelry would yeah. be at the top of the list. We should have, we should have um, got up with Pete Sims. He's got that pawn shop out on 460. Oh, yeah. You know, he's the one that does the Greek festival. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, he's got that long Greek name, but he goes by Sims. Well. You know, it's Pete Stapalopagus. So yeah. So that's, we love you, Pete. Not Stapalopagus. Something not like right. That. But it's close. Yeah. It sounds very close to that. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently electronics. Okay. Especially things like the, you know, the tablets and the notebooks. Okay, and yeah. Laptops like that, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, go go pretty well. Um, Quick Pros, iPads, that kind of thing. If Let, you're wanting money, they say you yeah. can get your best top dollar sure. for those products. Well, I would say if you're going to buy a laptop or a computer at a pawn shop, and I'm going to give my buddy 
Colt to plug because you never know what's on it. Oh, yeah. Bring it into him and he'll wipe it clean and, and start it over. Yeah. And you'll basically, if, if everything else is working good, mm-hmm. like, you know, your your power supply and your fan and all that kind of stuff, you know, he'll he'll get you basically a new computer at that point. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to get, I don't think I would buy anything like that at a pawn shop because I don't know, you know, when I'm getting that kind of thing. I'd buy stuff at a pawn my shop. Ri- my ring. I bought tools before. My ring came from a pawn shop. Yeah. I mean, that's the first place that I'm not going to take that hit on right. a new piece of jewelry. Right, right, yeah. No. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I got a lot more ring mm-hmm. for the for the money sure. when we went and had it appraised and everything. But, yeah. yeah. Pawn shop day. Pawn All shop right. Day. Got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Lots of headlines do we have to go, to go through. Well, like we do. Um, so, there's a story out of Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. Where they canceled the lighting of a menorah there. Really? Yeah, and and some people are not are think that is not a good idea. No, I do don't that. think so either. Um. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll tell you more about okay. that headline coming up. I think it's an interesting one. Okay. And I don't love it. Riley Riley Gaines. We've talked about her before. She's a very courageous young lady. Testifies before the House Subcommittee hearing on protecting Title IX. One of the most hated women in America. I know. I would dare say by some. And she's a real woman. She is. W O M A N. Yes. I'll say it again. Monday to Sunday. <laughs> oh, we'll have to pull that song up and play that too. Jeez. We're gonna play them all. <laughs> Maybe I'm on Crim Roulette this morning. <laughs> Well, you know, I just want to play the hits. <laughs> WTBJ7 on the way, guys. Thanks for joining us. The snow is inching closer. Have you noticed with the stories from Matt? Well, bring it on. It's inching closer and closer. It'll be here for we know Although I don't it. have Phoebe, so maybe don't bring it on until I get her back. <laughs> uh, 34 in Lynchburg, 36 in Bedford, 38 in Roanoke and Salem, 35 in Danville, in Amherst, and in Appomattox. Mm-hmm. Speaking of snow in Lynchburg, yeah, we'll go to a Lynchburg story. Okay, Lynchburg Water Resources uh, and the University of Lynchburg are holding a meeting tonight to discuss the College Dam removal project. The project is expected to get started uh, January in about a, well in a month. That's a crazy time of the year to start something like this, but whatever. This project can be start uh, started now because of the roundabout. The roundabout, you know, there at uh, University, my favorite. Your favorite my, roundabout. My raceway. The, ra- the roundabout on steroids. Yeah, it's the raceway in the morning, first thing. Boom! Yeah. Good thing there's nobody here, you know, except for the deer I have to dodge every now and then. Officials say the removal of the college dam will provide a public safety and help with the environment benefits from of the Black uh, Water Creek and James River. If you remember back in August of 2018, and boy do I remember, that's when my basement flooded. There was a near failure of the college dam. The meeting will take place at 6 p.m. tonight. Going to be held at the University of Lynchburg. Uh, Let's see, in Hall Campus Center Memorial Ballroom, if you would like to attend. And then, um, you know, you're going to find out more about the schedule. And if you have questions, that's the time to bring it up. So I do remember because my brother was just happened to be watching the news and it said, possible dam failure in the city of lynchburg oh yeah i remember and and he's calling me going what's going on it's showing oh, like my phone where you live up. we were out of flooded. town yeah at, when it happened i think we were on where we were but we were we were on we were in florida okay or well what time of year did that happen it happened in august 
in August. Yeah. Okay, we were we were out of town. I, I, I just remember literally pumping water out of my basement that night. Yeah, we didn't know what we were going to drive home to. Right, uh, it was crazy. Hmm. Virginia political leaders, including Governor Yunkin, uh, on Monday condemned the reported cancellation of a menorah lighting at a community event in Williamsburg over apparent concerns related to the Israel-Hamas war. The criticism from Yunkins and members of the General Assembly from both parties came after the Virginia Gazette reported over the weekend that the ceremony, which had been scheduled for a monthly art and music festival happening December 10th, had been canceled. Shirley Vermillion, the festival's founder, told the newspaper that the menorah lighting, quote, seemed very inappropriate in light of the conflict. Quote, the concern is of folks feeling like we're siding with one group. There it is. Yep. Over another. Not the direction we've uh, decided to head. She told, oh, I'm heck sorry. So, no. So, so we're going to Are put on you pause. kidding me? Uh, thousands of years of tradition, thousands of years of tradition that precedes Christmas. So does that mean we're not going to celebrate Christmas? Maybe? This makes me so angry. That I is, cannot even tell you. That is pitiful. I thought maybe right. when I saw the headline, right. they were doing that out of safety. Right. Because people might yeah, be targeted yeah, become, right exactly oh, well but, that's where i thought it was going no, originally no 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 this is she has made it political that makes you a jew lover janet oh well can't have that uh Yunkin, who has been very outspoken about his support of israel uh said sing, singling out the jewish community by canceling this hanukkah celebration is absurd and anti-semitic agreed yes, agreed the event organizers should immediately reconsider their actions and move forward with the lighting. But see, now they've they've made a big deal out of it. Instead right. of instead of just going about just business as usual, right, right. just do it. Right, Don't be held do hostage by these a holes. Just do what you need. What you're supposed to do. Can we celebrate it here somehow? When when is the first? Day? Would that be offensive to? Jewish people no, if no. we did that. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it Jewish. To, to be, to, to show I mean, solidarity. I, I, I made sure I sh- I, that I went through with my children and I explained to them what, you know, Hanukkah was right, and, right. We, and we did all that. Uh, we never, you know, lit a menorah or anything. Right. Um, this, it's just, it's just wrong. It's so wrong. Uh, other okay, you know, speaker, Eileen uh, the- Corn, uh, she's a Democrat. Right. She uh, called on the group to reverse course, saying canceling the menorah lighting ceremony and holding Jewish people responsible for the conflict in the Middle East is shocking and outrageous and has no place in Virginia. Right. Agreed. Uh, By Monday, the Gazette reported that a Williamsburg rabbi had found a new location for the ceremony. Good. And I hope nobody goes to her ceremony or to her, her event. What, the protest event? Whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, it was proposed but not consistent with the purpose of this non-religious community art and festival. The proposal was denied. In 14 years, the street festival has never had a religious program as one of its events. It's not a discriminatory act, uh, but one based on the objectives of the organization and the sincere desire to make this monthly event a place where all people can come together to enjoy music and art. The statement read. Okay, but you've done it before. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, so they're saying now their take on it is the event was never canceled because it was never scheduled in the first place. I cry bullcrap on that. Yeah, it's now going to be held on the 
uh, William and Mary campus mm-hmm. uh, the first night of Hanukkah. Okay. On Thursday. Well, I'm glad they're I'm I'm glad they're continuing on, but this uh, Shirley Vermillion. People need to hear. She needs to hear from people. We, That's ridiculous. We need not forget that what happened on that day in, on October 7th. Right. People couldn't be warned because they took advantage of it being the Sabbath. People had their phones off. Orthodox Jews had their phones turned off. Right. Because that's what they do. Right. And they took advantage and, and of And they that. knew that. Yeah. They knew that. Yep. And I had somebody just tell me recently that Hamas had practiced these things along the border it been, for, it for, been, for, it been tuning up for, for years. a while, yeah. yeah they've been practicing for years, uh-huh. and it almost had a numbing effect on those that were supposed to keep up with it. It, it. desensitizes. It's just, it's just a practice. Right. Except this time it wasn't. And um, boy, oh boy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I don't love it. No, I don't love All it All right, we'll, uh, we'll lighten things up uh, a little bit when we come back. Um we're going to talk about how to avoid overdoing it this holiday season. Okay. How does that sound? That sounds pretty good. We could good. all use that, couldn't we? So when it comes to spending, eating, celebrating. <laughs> all of uh, it. All, all, of, all of the above. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for being here with us on this. Uh, you know, it's our hump day. It's the day to get over the hump and make it the rest of the week into the weekend. Of course, this weekend begins some of the... The different Christmas, it might have started even last weekend, being the first, was Friday. But, you know, Christmas parties coming up, a good time to have this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you're not overdoing it there because, you know, designated driver the whole nine yards. I'll be part of a, a Christmas party on Friday night uh, for the Builders Association. Oh, fun. So, yeah, you always um, do that. I get you? a chance. Well, last, you know, last year. I know. Didn't go well. Didn't go well. I was but in we're the hospital. But we're, we're not going to go there. I was in the hospital. Yeah, I remember. Because I, I lost my marbles. A little bit. Janet thought I lost them earlier today when she saw me drinking my creme brulee. I'm going to lose your marbles and your creme brulee. You found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. With Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Hurry, Janet! The stores are almost closing. I know, it's right? It's Christmas Eve, and I'm not done yet. Exactly. You're the, you're one of those dudes stuck at the CVS buying battery-operated lights and a snuggie. Nobody wants that. It's the wrong size. It's, well, snuggies can't be the wrong size. That's why you know. <laughs> That's actually got a snuggie so one great, year. Huh? Horrible. Um, if you feel a little stressed this holiday season, I was just talking off the air to to Mark that I I do feel like I'm a little bit behind, and I don't know why I feel that way. I know it's only the what sixth. It's only the sixth, but nineteen days, I, and and the house has been fully decorated, mm-hmm. and and every which is no small feat at my right, house. Right, right. All the trees. That's right. Uh, my, tree in every room. My a nativity in every room, not a tree in every room. Oh, but, really? But, I thought you showed me seventeen trees yesterday. Well, I do have a lot of trees, but I keep them in mostly the, the living areas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to waste a tree. In right, right. Areas have you decorated any trees outside? 
Oh, uh, we've decorated our our porch. Okay. Like the lights are done on the porch and okay. the and the little uh, little lights in the windows and yeah. the wreath on the door. I got uh, We don't do too too much outside, yeah. but but we do have Christmas lights on the house. Now, okay. do you put lights on your house? Uh, just the candles. Oh, we, okay. We do a very simple, and then you see the tree through the. Sure. We keep that open so you can see the tree, which is very sweet to like I, that's one of the things i love about getting up as early as we do yeah. some people still have their trees mm-hmm. on and you'll be able to see them first um, thing i turn on when i go downstairs is you turn the turn yeah, the turn, tree on turn the tree on i've got a lot of things on timers so that i don't have yeah, to do too much of that we have our candles on timers it can be a little bit crazy and they're not synced up if, unfortunately uh-oh it's driving me crazy well if you're uh finding wanting to find ways to avoid overdoing it this holiday season uh, there are some suggestions uh, where you can perhaps conserve your energy. That's one of the things that they list. Save your energy for what's important mm-hmm. before holidays are in full swing, which is kind of where we are now. We're kind of in the precursor. It's not completely crazy yet. Think about what you really enjoy about this time of year. If a longtime tradition has become more of a chore than a celebration, get rid of it. It may be helpful to make a few tweaks to your holiday festivities that require a lot of standing or twisting. If you love to bake cookies, for instance, or if you see a friend or relative who would like to stop by and help um, so you aren't having to do it all yourself, that Mm -hmm. might be a good option. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do cookie swaps. Yeah. So that you just cook one type of cookie, everybody comes together, and Mm -hmm. then you share the different ones, and you, voila, got your variety. Yeah. So that's a nice thing to do. Uh, It says pace yourself. It's easy to get wrapped up in the holiday and end up paying for it later. Uh, avoid pushing yourself too hard. Start thinking about how what can be done ahead of time. That's what I do with my Christmas Eve menu. I created yeah. a menu that I can do almost everything ahead of time. Okay. And then I don't have the mess and stuff to, to deal with. So I definitely did that this year. The pacing begins Friday night for me. Okay. Because there's going to be amazing hors d'oeuvres and food. Uh uh-huh. oh, and I'm just gonna have to pacing in a different way. Yeah, I will say That's the eating part. My goal through the holidays mm-hmm. isn't to lose any more weight, but right. just to maintain right. where I am. And then after that, I'll work at getting the last little bit off. My goal is to not put more than five on. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> All right. Because I got a jump start at Thanksgiving. That may be a more realistic goal uh, than mine, but I'm going to try. They say, let others help you. You've probably had people ask you to let them know if there's anything you can do. Let them. Yes. Especially, you know, maybe if you're you're older and putting Mm -hmm. up the tree can be a chore. It could become a special memory five years from now. Remember when we did that together? Right. So Mm -hmm. if people want to help, let them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, keep moving, but do it safely. Climbing a ladder and putting up a string of lights, you know, might be nice, but if it's going to put you, you know, in, in jeopardy, not everybody can do the high up stuff. No, uh, if I had to do it, anymore. it wouldn't happen because I got, right. I have vertigo. Oh gosh. So yeah. yeah. You don't want to be the on minute ladders. I would tilt my head back. I would just fall off. Um, so you just want to do that. Uh, plan ahead gift buying. Hopefully you've already done that. You can also do what what we have done this year, mm-hmm. uh, and we've talked about it on the air, is with close friends and things that you would normally exchange with, consider just going out and spending time together. Yeah. yeah. Instead of instead of the pressure of, you know, spending that money and not knowing if even what you get them is something they're gonna enjoy or if it's just another knickknack in the house that, you mm-hmm. know, is gonna end up on a flea market table. Right. Things like that. 
especially if you like right now you have college kids that are in town some of right. them are heading out already consider maybe hiring them mm-hmm. to help you do a few things Mm-hmm. And that'll give them some spending cash. You can spend some time with them while you work together. Or even even a high schooler. Yeah. You know, come in and decorate your house and yeah. you just kind of like lead them along yeah, and, direct and them. do that, right? Help uh, them out, helps you out. Yeah. Gives them a little spending cash. And and when you're talking about hiring help, that also goes with um, you know, getting your house all cleaned. You want yeah, your house yeah, clean? True. Um, uh, you know, call one of these agencies and have them come in and do a deep clean for you, right? Sometimes before the holidays. they give you a discount for that first time hoping that you'll use them again right sometimes you get discounts okay so yeah i wouldn't mind having a a, somebody come in and do like a deep clean of my like my tile Mm -hmm. you know the tile floors i love my tile floors but they can be kind of a chore oh yeah a little bit so you know several ways that you might be able to to avoid overdoing it and uh try not get distracted by so many trees at rose's house if you're that person (laughs) i love all my trees (laughs) i did have somebody make fun of me because um they said i can't believe your dog has a tree it's not a tree for my dog it just happens to be near his food dish (laughs) which may or may not be rudolph the red-nosed reindeer yeah Food as dishes. Long, as long as it doesn't use the tree for other things, you're probably That's, okay. Yeah, we're, we're okay. That's right. I, uh, yeah. Oh, boy. No, it's not that. So, that's fine. I don't care. Y'all can make fun. But you might want to come over and take a look, take a tour yeah. of the of the trees, because they are a lot of fun. Uh, now, taking them all down, that's a pain. Oh, gosh, yeah. But, you know, enjoying them for a while is that's the only thing about i don't want to put things up before thanksgiving Mm -hmm. but then you want them up long enough to really enjoy it yeah so i think i i just about got everything done shared by the weekend on on the radio that after my heart surgery i asked my wife to leave the tree up and i think we left it up oh i remember that you left it up a year didn't you yeah and then but then recently didn't you leave it up until all the lights went here's here's the thing the same tree came embedded with lights okay right and which is a blessing and a curse and a curse yeah because i found myself of course unplugging it first and cutting with shears all those wires so I, and make them a foot or two long because they were it was a pain to get i don't know who if there's a machine that does it or i'm sorry small little people in china that because uh, that's where the tree probably came from uh-huh. this is what they do all day long right okay um so i took the lights off of one tree and swore i'd never do it again yeah i had little i had little uh, nail clippers mm-hmm. and i was clipping all those little yeah because there were little tie straps everywhere tiny yeah so the deal was i would take the tree down when the last section of lights went out <laughs> and they went three out, years later well they went out like in november and i looked and i said look honey it's november beginning <laughs> of november come on let's a tree we're gonna be putting the tree up in another month let's just i'll go over to uh cvs yeah because it's my go-to place at the last minute it's close yeah get some lights right (laughs) i got it and i'm sorry if i offended anybody about the you know the little people uh, well i'm I'm thinking like children because there's children working these let me tell you the struggle is real shops and stuff when when you're getting things well in in china it's not even kids i mean it's like they they all work like dogs over right, there right. um when you order things from china mm-hmm. or or if because a lot of things are made in china mm-hmm. i don't know if they're all just super super tiny people or what but i've never seen anything like it i mean how can you order 
I, I ordered a dress oh, for someone, oh, like you're a talking costume. About sizes now and yeah. stuff. And I don't know how they think someone could, and it's like huge right. in the waist. Right. And I don't know if they don't have like bosoms. Boobs. I don't know. No bosoms over there. I'm like, what is happening here? Right. If you're going to sell to America, you're going to have to like get the portions right, right. or something. <laughs> Man, craziness. <laughs> All right. Uh, congratulations going out to uh, Bedford County's K-19. Yeah. What happened? Did they, did they win some kind of a competition? Well, they've got a certification that very few people have. Oh. One out of only 10 in the nation. Wow. I know. And it's thanks to this beautiful guy right here. That is a, That looks like the hound dog from Hee Haw. He's so handsome. <laughs> He's a bloodhound. Okay. And he and his handler... Right. are on a uh, 1K9 team out of only 10 in the country to receive a new certification for super sniffers wow. in law enforcement. Super sniffer. I know. <laughs> According to the uh, Bedford County Sheriff's Office, Bloodhound Hoover. Hoover. Wait, yeah. that's a vacuum cleaner. I know. Wow. I know. And Sergeant Hall received the North American Police Work Dog Association Hound Test on November 30th. They traveled to Florida to train with other teams from the East Coast and Midwest to learn the new specially designed test. This pass-fail test is comprised of age tracks over extended distances with human and animal crossings, multiple turns, hard services, water crossings, scent discrimination, and positive identification. It must be tested on annually to keep the certification. Hmm. And for Hoover and Hall, not their first rodeo. This is the second year they've obtained the certification well done hoover if i had a dog bone that i could get to you i'd give it to you yes i would and my son of course he's gonna start school in that's uh, pretty exciting january to be training dogs just like hoover Mm -hmm. so he's pretty excited about that yeah he's beautiful and how exciting and blessed are we to have a dog like that oh absolutely this close uh to our region and i'll bet hoover goes everywhere i imagine he gets called into other areas don't you think i think so turn on the morning jam with janet and mark six to nine a.m you ain't nothing but a dog go hoover go hoover you can have so much fun with a hoover commercial and i know right elvis presley uh-huh but you won a some kind of a contest yeah, you may have ever caught a rabbit but you've caught some criminals i'll bet <laughs> that's right We'll take oh, it. Lordy. We got CBS News coming up at the top of the hour. Bill Trefero will be joining us from the Roanoke News yeah, Desk. Yeah, he will. And uh, so we'll have all that for you and some more headlines. Also, how to pick the most sustainable Christmas tree. Is it an artificial tree? Hmm. We're going to tell you okay. next hour. Got to talk to Bill Trefero the other day. He says, so I'm good. anchoring a news in uh, New England. I said, oh, you're up there. He said, no, I'm, I'm in Roanoke. This is this a is, virtual language. It's a flat world now when it comes to this kind of right. stuff. He gets to do all kinds of new cat newscasts. So is this like all over. TV? Uh, no, it was it was a radio radio, radio yeah. gig. Okay, but uh, we're very fortunate to have him as part of our team. Very yeah, he's really good. Very talented man.